This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. The one and only Caltro Podcast, episode 87. Listeners, ciao. Thanks for tuning in. A lot to get to this week. Uh, for real this time, actual games finally taking place as the Coppa Italia resumed in Italy. In empty stadiums, albeit, but Calcio was officially back. And we did have a bunch of familiar scenes. Of course, Milan uh, fell apart at Juventus, per usual, uh, failing to win in Torino. And Denise Mertens is still scoring goals. So really, not much has changed, other than, of course, the fact that we're coming out of a global pandemic and the fact that if one player gets COVID-19, technically the whole team is still supposed to go into lockdown. But we digress because we don't focus on that. We're focusing on the Coppa Italia final this week, which will take place between Juventus and Napoli. We preview that. We also have a great long interview with Nima Tavalli-Rudsari of SempreInter.com. We have a little deep dive on Inter, a long overdue deep dive on Inter, of course. Nick and I usually uh, usually, uh, usually resort to, 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 to taking dumps on them as Juve and Milan fans. So uh, we decided to get in somebody who knows a little bit more about them and to kind of defend their uh, their honor a little bit. But unfortunately, and rather ironically, Nima was in no mood to do so. He wasn't necessarily in the best mood after the result of the weekend. And really, it was a good therapy session. I think he, he got to tell us all the things that, that are pissing him off about the club right now. Talked a little about their season to date, his expectations for the season going forward, and for the rest of Serie A in general as we are approaching restart. So great conversation overall. You're not going to want to miss that. Plus, we've got the... Uh, five aside of types of cultural fans. And we actually probably found the most common ground doing that segment, so you're not going to want to miss that. Stay tuned till the end for that and so much more. Now, without further ado, why don't we get into it? Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Pino, take it away. Dice. Let's go. Però, catenazzo che donna sei. Delle donne non mi fido, il corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce che una donna ti tradisce. E non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposte a far l'amore da bambino. Veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gola quando facevo il militare, poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine di una presa tra la gente, perciò bambina, se sono qui per te stasera, è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, Nick. Come on, Nick, sing it, buddy. Pensava, no, 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 I don't know the lyrics. I just know the melodies. When are we ever going to learn the lyrics? I, mean, I, I, could probably, I could probably pull them up karaoke. It's pretty lazy of me not to. Um, but to, stay, to stay on brand, we're just never gonna learn though. Just, 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 just how, just vaguely hum the melody. Yeah. To be, to be fair, I, I, I don't understand most lyrics that I listen to. Like, like you know, you think you understand. Like you, you listen to rap, you listen to rap music. You think you understand the lyrics, but then you, you actually have to spit them sometimes. You ever, you ever, you ever, you ever catch yourself to... reciting lyrics and then you're like, oh mm, fuck, mm, I didn't mm, actually, mm, I, I yeah, didn't actually realize what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, that just, that just happened to me right there live. Live yeah. on pod. Um, listeners, welcome to episode 87 of the Cultural Podcast. Sam Adamo coming at you. Genaletti, Nick, how are you? Cultural's back. Milan are back to losing at uh, the Allianz Stadium. All's well in the world. Yeah, and another uh, heartbreaking, cat- catastrophic fashion. But uh, I get, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. It'd be so much easier if, if, if you just let yourselves get destroyed, but like, like 4-0. It'd, it'd be so much easier. How about we get into it right away? Let's get into it right away while the topic's fresh, while the topic's hot. 
I mean, yeah, um, we, listen, we, we got a great episode lined up. Caltrol's back officially. Uh, Coppa Italia action resumed this weekend. We're recording this pod uh, on Sunday, the 14th of June. And the Coppa Italia final is going to be uh, midweek on uh, the 17th on the Wednesday. Serie A resumes next week. We've got a jam-packed episode. we got Nima Tavoli Rudsari, the founder of SempreInter.com and Inter journalist in Sweden. So we're real excited to finally get on uh, probably the first Inter perspective that we had since, since Big Tony, like two years ago. Uh, which, which, was very un, which was a very unrefined Inter perspective. To so yeah, Nima, Nima's, Nima's like three scales up. And I think it's fair to say that, that Inter <laughs> have, been, have been criminally underrepresented on this pod. And... And and I, it was it yeah it was it's actually the opposite effect like not only have they been underrepresented but when they have been talked about it's been by misrepresented Inter- yes exactly by a, a Milan fan and a Juve fan who usually just laugh about Wanda Icardi that's that's the contingent of people we have talking about Inter let's, let's usually, talk about we usually talk about Wanda Icardi's sex tape that's I want to talk about the game I want to talk about the game while the topic's fresh right now before we before we get into talking about the uh, the other semifinal with Nima between Napoli and and uh an inter so so the second leg of the coppa italia happened on friday between milan and juve uh the game the aggregate score was 1-1 juve won on away goals so this game ended 0-0 and um honestly milan couldn't even go 16 okay i say this before saying that i didn't actually think it was a bad performance in general considering the circumstances stances but we couldn't even go 16 minutes without a catastrophe without happening. chaos so complete complete so, complete, complete lack chaos. of control complete, chaos is yeah. exactly all those all of those uh all of those uh figures of speech are are correct and uh ronaldo missing a penalty i believe it's only the second penalty he's ever missed for juve uh, bro he's uh, he's he's penaldo i mean he's penaldo he steps he, up to take a penalty he doesn't miss penalties i mean in an empty state i think he needs I think he needs I think he needs fans. I think he needs pressure. Maybe he's just a fucking cycle like that where he needs maybe he needs he needs he needs like crazy extra stimulus to to to, to get him going. I wonder what he's like in the bedroom. Honestly, right. pro- <laughs> he needs a crowd. He needs a camera maybe. <laughs> but uh but yeah, like he, I mean, let's give credit to Donnarumma. He actually saved it. It's not that Ronaldo completely missed the net. Donnarumma, Donnarumma normally dives the right way, but doesn't always get Very good on, very good on penalties, Donnarumma. Yeah, so 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 he he saves it. And probably not even, I want to say, maybe the wildest 30 seconds I've ever seen. A saved penalty, right? Momentum completely shifts, or so it felt like. And then on a clearance of the penalty, Rebic goes. And you know what? He goes up to Nigel de Jong. He says, Nigel, hold my beer. And absolutely destroys. I don't know who was on the end. Was it Danilo, maybe? I don't know who was on the end of Rebic's karate kick. But he completely... Uh, upscaled, in my opinion, Nigel De Jong. Nigel De Jong's uh, tackle on Chabi Alonso was direct to the chest, yeah, but, but Rebic got air, so much air to it and just completely destroyed whoever was, was on the other end of it. There was, there was a still shot. There was a still shot of it. And just the, the, the amount of air he got is so absolutely, absolutely unreal. And, like, and, and Nigel, De Jong, Nigel De Jong, I mean, he, he, he put his hands up to that one. He's like, oh, that's, that's it. I met my match. That's it. There's nothing more I could do. Um, like, so boneheaded. I don't know what went through his head at that point, but obviously straight red card. And for me, that changed. Like for me, that changed the entire game because while Juve dominated the game up until that point, a, a missed penalty is obviously such a, a momentum swing. Like in in any game, regardless of the of like the magnitude of it, right? 
And and look, like considering Milan were down a, a man the whole game, and obviously it was clear that the game plan was park the bus and hope to score on a counter, which there were a couple of successful counterattacks, whether that was because, you know, there was some rust on, on both sides, on, on Juve's side or not, who knows. But a couple of counterattacks were still sprung forward, even down a man, and in typical fashion, chances couldn't be finished. So, uh, yeah, an, another heartbreaking loss, but I can't be too disappointed considering the fact that this is the type of game uh, that Milan played after a three-month break and being down a man after 16 minutes. So I, I can't I can't complain too much. All I have to do is hang my head in the in typical fashion of heartbreaking losses. So it's got to be said. It's got to be said. Not a great game overall. I mean, like the, the, those no, 16 minutes. No, the quality minutes, of the game was terrible. Those was 16 awful. those 16 minutes were riveting. And after that, I mean, it was it was a little bit of a mess. First game back, um, you, you know, on on on. Uh, on, on Football Manager, the only barometer we have of what real football is like uh, at pro level, they have the match sharpness, match sharpness. the match sharpness circle, um, <laughs> which which you know, like you, you could only get up, you can get up through through match practice and training or through games. They have had, I think, I, I don't know if Milan played, I don't know if Milan played any friendlies. I know you have, yeah, like had, one intra squad. Yeah, and you had a friendly against like the youth team or some some local fucking team last week. And that so, only brings uh, your match sharpness up by like a ten. By, by like eight, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, like eight, like eight points. Yeah. So you 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 need a few games in the youth team. Yeah. yeah. Um. When, yeah, to 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 get the sharpness up. So you know, this was, this was. Um, I mean, at least it was a level playing field. I mean, all all uh, all uh, all variables held constant. It was it was the same for it was the same for it was the same for everyone. But 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 Christ, like, look, you 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 talk about Rebic. I mean, let's just get straight into it. He's my Stronzo of the week. No yeah, doubt, no me doubt. Too. I mean, look, boneheaded moment. Did he, did, he, did he probably mean to? Did he probably mean for it to look as bad as it did? No. How often do people actually raise their boot to try to win a ball? Probably pretty often. But you know, you got to be conscious of what's going on, who's coming your way. Brutal, brutal. It looks and like it, when you watch it, it looks like it's happening in slow motion too. I, yeah. I, I encourage anyone to look it up. Yeah, if you look up Ante Ante Rebic, I mean, the first result is going to come up on 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 YouTube is now red card. Any goal. For sure. any, any goals that he would have scored before, any heroic moments that he had in the World, World Cup. World Cup highlights are second. Yeah, second. gone, finito. Um, so, so, um, look, I, I mean, we we will we'll we'll save we'll save the Inter talk for for when we have Nima on. But yeah. I think Inter Napoli was a little bit of a better game yesterday. I agree. Um, but I gotta say, like, like having having an empty stadium is gonna take a lot of getting used to. My, it, was my nice, it was nice. To, it was nice to have Calcio back, but it's it's a little bit weird when you don't have. People jeering and 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 I mean, can you imagine if, if you had forty thousand people in that stadium when Ante Rebic did that? It'd be, it'd be unreal. It'd be the best part of the video. The best part of the clip would be would be a whole bunch of people well, losing count, their minds. Count, counterpoint: It was quite interesting to hear how all the players reacted when there was nobody on the in the in the stands, right? To hear everyone react like like screaming and like oh oh like like what the fuck and stuff like that. As you would expect, that, it's like uh, Sunday league. It's like those Sunday. Yeah, it's like yeah. those, you know those Sunday League Challenge, uh, those the Sunday League Challenge uh, compilation videos on Twitter. Uh, yeah, those bone crunching challenges. Yeah. bone crunching challenges. You yeah. hear a bunch of British friends. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Just, just a counterpoint. Before, I the, do, before I, the wheelbarrow comes out. 
<laughs> I do agree that uh, Napoli Inter was of higher quality. However, the first goal that was scored by Ericsson within the first two minutes was Complete definitely in- yeah. indicative of, of lack of match sharpness on Ospina's part. So Ospina, yeah, Ospina, Ospina, Ospina he didn't manage. He did ma- He looked terrible on that one, but he did manage to. I, I think his performance was part of the reason why they, they ended up advancing. The rest, yeah, he, he, he had a couple. He had a couple of really good saves down the line. But yeah, I don't know. Um, that's kind of who he is, though. He's just eccentric. But yeah, I agree. the The game on Saturday was 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 better quality, but nonetheless, uh, I think it'll probably take a couple of match days to get back into what we're normally used to seeing. And luckily, because the schedule is so congested, that might be sooner than 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 normally. So, so um, we'll see. Yeah. So so um. So, so you were to play Napoli in the final. Napoli, Napoli are licking their chops. Napoli have never been happier. Uh, it's exactly. I mean, to be, to be fair, Inter probably wanted Juve in the final, and Napoli probably wanted Juve in the final. Everyone always wants Juve in the final, but uh, Napoli have beaten Juve in a Coppa Italia final relatively recently. In 2012, they had that. They had that big win. I think it was two 0 We lost to them in the final. Uh, Cavani, Cavani scored. It was. Uh, it was. It was. It was. It was a pretty humbling moment too, because Juve had actually won the Scudetto. You know, one-off game. Never know. Um, finished but they, but they, yeah, finished two 0 Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And Quagliarella got a red card. Yeah, no. Cavani yeah. and Hamshik. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Was this the game where uh, Hamshik had to like? Was this the game that Hamshik had to get up into the stands to calm the fans down? Or was that that, that was that was a Fiorentina. different final? That was against yeah, Fiorentina okay. in 2014, I think. Or 15. Okay, so it was around this. It was whatever within a few years from that. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the lineup right now of that game just because why not. And uh, wow, times have changed. Times. Okay. See, Cavani and Lavezzi in attack for for Napoli. That's such a throwback. Yeah. Del Piero was still playing for Juve right at the tail end of his career there. Oh man, unreal. That might have been his both, last game for Juve. Actually. Both both played, I don't know if, both played I don't know if, uh, a three at the back formation with wing backs because that's what was in style back then. Yeah, Conte Conte was at Juve. Shit, I don't remember if that was Del Piero's last game because sometimes the Copa the Copa happens before the end of Serie A, and I remember. I remember his last moment of getting subbed off and kind of doing the lap of honor and, and crying like a baby. I was crying like a baby. Everyone was crying like a baby when that, when that game happened. So it couldn't have been his last game. But anyway, um, look, uh, and not, Napoli do have experience over the past couple of years of having gone to finals. He has the team changed a lot, yeah. Um, but, you know, Insigne has been there for a couple of them now. Um, Gattuso's and- been to a Coppa Italia final too. So with Milan, right, against Juve last year? Yeah, of course, Gattuso did go to the... Uh, the Copa final with Milan, but but um, you know Napoli don't have a whole lot to play Super for. Super Copa, Super Copa. Let's let's just get it uh, clear. Yeah, which they qualified for for having made the Copa final a year ago. Yep. The Copa Italia final. So yeah, so, yeah. so 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 I mean, look, look, Napoli don't have a whole lot to play for right now in the league. Um, maybe European places. You know, nothing's guaranteed mathematically, but 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 they're. They, they, they're definitely not con- they're definitely not contending for the title like uh like like they like they had hoped at the start of the season like Azuri fan Phil came on and came onto the pod in September and said they would do, um, but they do have a lot to rally around now because Gattuso Gattuso obviously has, I, I, I've never been coached by him but it's fair to say I mean he's he's a pretty emotional. You guy. haven't you haven't no that's news to me no 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 but I, but I uh, you know I I feel like I I feel like I know him you know the the the, the man he was on the pitch and how passionate he was. You, you you feel like as a manager he probably appeals to players' emotions under normal circumstances. His players do seem to 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 love him quite a bit, and he's gone through a pretty rough time the past week. Um, you, you know his 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 sister his sister passing away. Um, yeah. 
from from an illness rather tragically. He's my hero of the week, actually. So she, was sick, she was sick for uh, for yeah. quite some time, I believe. Yeah. It, it wasn't. I don't know if it was COVID related, but she was sick. She had she was hospitalized for a long time. I'm not aware. COVID COVID's all but. I mean, COVID's COVID's super super on the down in Italy now. But you know, I, I obviously I don't know. No one. I'm. It's it's none of our business really. But you know, hero of the week to 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 Gennaro Gattuso for leading his team to the Coppa final, uh, and for and for managing them despite. Um, despite despite what happened last week, but but again, I do think that that's something that you can't ignore. Like, is 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 it a terrible thing that happened? Yes, absolutely. You know, something to make light about? No, absolutely fucking not. But but should you have fans be shitting the bed a little bit now because Napoli have this to rally around? I don't know. It's kind of like Sinisa's cancer diagnosis uh, early in the year. You know, when not when Bologna went on a big run because it it, it develops that emotional tie to 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 to, to a cause. And uh, you know, there was an episode of Modern Family. I'm watching it on Netflix now. Uh, I'm rewatching it. There's an episode where uh, where where Cam where Cam is uh, the football coach of their of the high school of the high school football team, and uh, he's he's searching for his like eighth consecutive win in a row, and it's supposed to be some record. And they come up against a team whose coach died the night before, and uh, and he's like and he's like. And and all these players are like, "Come on, we gotta lose. We gotta lose this. It's not right." And he, he's just like, "No, no." The coach, that that man, you you got to you got to respect that man's legacy. You gotta you gotta. He was a he was a competitor, so go out there and destroy them as he would have liked, you know, in a, in a real competitive game. But um, but but yeah, look, Rino after the game gave a very emotional interview, and he seemed to be very moved by, uh, and of course he was, you know, he was he was moved by by the fact that his players rallied around him. And he thanked them for getting, for, for for getting to the final, and and you know he dedicated it to his family, and you know they're going to be feeling some pretty deep emotions. So you can't overlook what profound effect that might have on the team in a positive way. So so you never know, man. Plus, Napoli always want to fucking beat Juve. Um, also, shout out to Bertens for beating uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Marek Hamšík's record for uh, most amount of goals in a Napoli shirt. It's a nice uh, play by Insigne. Nice yeah, little very, feed over very, to him. Nice, very nice assist. Uh, so he is now on 122 goals, holding the uh, holding the record, and he is still on an expiring contract. However, it's re- uh, yeah. it is it is to be renewed. Believed, to be renewed. Likely according to Roma. Oh yeah. yeah. So so that's that's about the best source you can get right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, my hero of the week has to be Mertens for, like I just mentioned, uh, uh, for breaking that uh, goal record for Napoli. Uh, he beat Hamshik's record, uh, pretty significant goal uh, record because uh, Hamshik also beat Maradona's record. So that's just uh, just a year ago or two. Yeah, I, 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 Mertens, in my opinion, was probably already somewhat of a Napoli legend before breaking this record. Now, but I think that that kind of cements it for him. So he's you know my what? hero. And you know what? I I I love Mertens at Napoli, man, just because he. It, it, it's, he's it's, really, and it seems like not. Hang on, Naples is a great city, and it feels like Naples does this to every one of their every one of their players that's there long term. They really, I like Kulibali too, Hamsik, um, but they 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 tend to really they tend to really take in the players, and the players tend to really like kind of fall in love with the city and become honorary citizens almost of it. And Mertens has said as much. He said he loves being in Naples. And it looks like that's why he's likely to resign for. I think it's two years as well, Romano. And it's and it's really the Great club that 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 jumpstarted his career at a late age, at like around twenty six, because uh, before definitely propelled like, him to that almost world class, definitely you know upper elite sure, level. Yeah, sure. yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So it's really cool that he's almost certainly going to resign there now. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the, yeah, the, the sporting director, uh, Juntoli, came out and said that nothing's confirmed yet, but uh, I, I think Toli. it's... Juntoli, Juntoli, I hired him as my, uh, as my director. Yeah. I was going to say, I, 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 have, I have prior with that man on Football Manager when I, not, when I managed Napoli two years ago. I, uh, I wanted a challenge, yeah, Juntoli, and I did not see eye to eye. Um, did, you but, but, did you leave? Did he leave? Did you fire him? What happened? I think I stuck it out because he had good stats. Um, so, so look, but before we get to Nima in a little bit and we, and we talk a little more Inter and, uh, and, uh, restart and, 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 and whatnot. And before we get to our, uh, our, uh, our Caltra Cinque of the week, I wanted to talk about something that came up recently. Mario Balotelli, bro. Once a year we have like, we have like a deep Mario Balotelli talk and like where he's at, what it's going to take for him to, re- to you know, to, to, to come back, to play for Italy again, to, 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 to fulfill his potential. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I've always held that hope. But it feels like this time, I think, I think this is the breaking point. Or maybe the breaking point happened a long time ago and there was no going I, back I, from I, it. Yeah, it, could have been, it could have been Liverpool. I think it might have been Liverpool. I think Liverpool might have been the breaking point when he had no goals for a certain number of time. Because the one thing that you could always say about Balotelli up until that point, he was only 23, 24 years old at the time. Yeah. But it was like, despite all the craziness he scored. But then for a period of time, he wasn't scoring. And... You know, every 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 club he's been at since then, he has scored. I think, I think he scored. I think he scored two, between like 2014 and 2016 when he was uh, on loan at Milan and then at Liverpool. I think he scored two goals in, uh, so, in two years. So I think that was it. I think after that there was no going back, and uh, and everything since then has kind of just been a sal- has has kind of just been a, a a salvation job or um, an attempted salvation or um, y- you know you know you know when you hire someone to do your basement. And they do a really shitty job in the bathroom, uh, and and then you're and then you spend the next five years just constantly having to retouch up the caulking, and, you know, like it's it's salvageable, but it's but it's but it's it's you're always playing catch up, and you're always you, you know it, it probably should have been done better at at at, at first at, at t equals zero, and had it. it had had better had it yeah had better work been put in, you wouldn't be in the position you're in. There, there's all there's all kind there's all kinds of stories like this in football where where immense potential and like uh, like physical talent uh, is just never fulfilled because of poor work ethic or attitude and I, it's obviously just on on highlight because a this is obviously a, a calcio uh, themed podcast and b Balotelli's had uh, incredible moments early in his career right so that. So that put him in the spotlight early on, you know. Maybe even that, maybe even that got to him a bit, getting famous and rich at a super young age with, you know, someone that unfortunately does not have a good work ethic and has shown to not necessarily show the the best judgment throughout his career. Maybe you know, you you package that all together, and that's what led to yes, 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 he has, he has strong ju- he has strong judgment in women. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, uh, he's 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 dated a handful a handful of show of showgirls and models. I mean, uh, he he at least he, he knows what he likes and he sticks with it. Um, the same guy that drives mopeds or that pays guys to drive mopeds off the side of the Amalfi. Here's coast. here's the thing though, I I still love this guy so much because everything he does is amazing. He's a lovable he's, idiot. He's a lovable. Everything. Idiot. That's every, I want to be I want to be his friend. You want to go on vacation with a guy who's gonna pay a fucking guy to run into a to, to run into the ocean with a moped. Now here's the thing though. We haven't actually gotten to the crux of the issue. Let's just state it outright. You know, most people who, who are listening to this pod probably know what happened in the past week. But he got sacked by Brescia because apparently he missed. It still showed up. It's st- it still so, showed up. So here's the thing. So so he, he apparently he missed training for like ten consecutive days. All he had to do was say he was afraid of Corona. Would Cellino have come out 
and probably still shot on him, yeah, he probably still would have. Um, Especially considering that everyone else in the country is going back to training, but what he's too special to. I don't that. know. Come on. I don't know. That, I don't that's, know. That's, that's so. And, that's and so representative. Troy, Troy Dini and Angolo Kante in the UK didn't particularly want to go back, and I think they they, they skipped training for a little while. They they, they get it was it was it, they they didn't go AWOL. It wasn't without official leave. They got official leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so Balotelli didn't show up to training. Uh, got sacked, and then he did. Yeah, like you said, uh, showed up at the training ground. He decided, okay. Now I now it's it's like he's he, he's like you know what I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make things a little interesting, I'm gonna see what happens. He wants what he can't have. He wants what he can't have. They're like, no, you can't train. He's like, okay, well now I fucking want to. <laughs> yeah. So so shout out to Robbie Fox from Barstool. We we, we retweeted we retweeted it um a couple of days ago. But he 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 hit the nail right on the head. He called it. Balotelli pulled a Costanza. He pulled a George Costanza. He showed up to work after he got fired. <laughs> Pretty much. He pretty much did that. George, and, George, uh, yeah, George gets fired and he goes, I'm still going to show I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up the next day like nothing happened. Or, uh, or, or uh, what was that episode with um, fucking the Penske file? He's not sure if he gets hired. The, the boss goes on vacation. So he just shows up to work. Yeah. <laughs> shows up to work and assumes he gets hired. And he, uh, and he, spends, the whole, and he, and he spends the whole week with his feelings. Gets, gets an office. Happen. Gets an yeah. office. Um, look, I mean... So he showed up. So he showed up to the training ground and got turned away. Um, Look, uh, I, 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 I've been. I, I think anyway. I've been a bit more vocal than you on this. I, I, I personally wrote Balotelli's career off. I, I would say, like, I don't know, at least, at least two years ago. Like, dude, I thought this was it. I thought coming back to Italy and playing at Brescia would be it. And I, I thought I, all the I, goals I in France would. Didn't. He was yeah, playing really on, well in France, and I yeah, thought, you know what? It's, it's a, goal, a goal in France is worth a quarter of a goal in Italy, you know? Like, it's, come on. Quarter we, of a goal. We, maybe I exaggerate a little, but come on. Like, the national team career, in my opinion, was done when he was still, when he was performing well at Nice and Marseille, and, and Mancini was still reluctant to, I think he called him up once, maybe. That's it. Conte, Conte never called him up. Conte never called him up, and then um, Mancini called him up. I think once, and like if 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 you know more than one manager, you know two managers uh, aren't willing to call you up at the age of like look like at twenty nine, you should technically be at the peak of your career as a. At, We're not gonna get into this now, bro. He, no, it's, I'm it's just it's saying. Over. It's over. I, he, he's I not know, getting I another know. contract in Italy. Twenty nine, thirty five, twenty two. Go to MLS. Go to MLS. Just you make make mar- additional marketing money for for a club that might need it. it be lazy. Score a bunch of goals, and that's it. Because. Uh, your, your career is done. Your career but you know, but, but if that does happen, you know, you're gonna still you're you're gonna have you're gonna have you're gonna have people you're gonna have the, jo- the Jovinko. Uh, you're gonna have, you're gonna have people you're gonna have people in Toronto saying you gotta you still gotta call this guy up. Look at the numbers. Check the statistics. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. Remember when people in Toronto were trying to get were trying to get Conte to call up Jovinko and saying he was the solution. They were calling up Eder and Pele, and they were like, these guys are trash. They have no technique. You gotta call up Jovinko. He's yeah. scoring like 30 goals a year, bro. Because he's scoring free kicks on goalkeepers that can't even move their feet before the ball gets to them in the net. So, so look, bro. I, I mean, the guy has 10 goals Balotel- in 20 games in Saudi Arabia. Give me a break. Balotel- so Balotelli's Balotelli's career at Italy with Italy, excuse me. Technically, um, I mean, technically was over before it really should have started. Like he, he, it, it, he it was. Peaked. It he was in a, Euro 2012 when he scored the brace against Germany. That's when he peaked. But he was 21 years old when that happened. Almost 22. I know. I know. That's how sad. I, that, that's the point. That's how sad it is. You understand, you understand eight, how, eight how, how, how nuts 
his potential was. I mean, we could talk about it forever, and it'll drive us nuts forever because when he came through at Inter, he was the guy from that crop of players, um, from from born, I guess, kind of like late 80s, early 90s that everyone was talking about. He was supposed to be the guy that was probably going to be like the next Italian world-class talent. But anyway, yeah, speaking of Inter, why don't we take it away to Nima right now? We've got a great interview lined up with him right now. So let's take it away to Nima Tavalli Rudsari, a.k.a. Nima Tavrud on Twitter. Let's go. I'm fucking angry is how I am. Giorno dopo perdere con Napoli, devo essere scomparso con questi due coglioni. Un gobbo e un diavolo, perfetto. La mia vita è completa adesso. No? <laughs> I am so pissed off today. I fucking hate Inter. I hope they all die. Oh, yeah. I haven't been this pissed off in ages. All right, so we are so happy to welcome Nima Tavali Rudsari to the podcast, founder of sempreinter.com. The pretty much the best and most consistent go-to source um, for for Inter news in English, in English. on the internet. Uh, I'll quote Don Agnelli for a sec. Um, in brackets, <laughs> in brackets, um, I don't, I don't, I don't read, I don't read. But from from what I from what I've seen on Twitter, it seems to be it seems to be what you people um, <laughs> tend to tend to tend to veer towards for. Uh, oh, God. Uh, for, for, for all your for all your news and all your needs, Nima, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thanks for thanks for having me. It's good to be with you guys. So so we've been we've we've been having back and forths on Twitter for a couple of years now, and we we know each other virtually, but not uh, not on the pod. We've never actually spoken until a couple of minutes ago, and um, this is uh, you, you know this this is going to be fun for Nick and I because obviously Nick's a Milan fan, I'm a Juve fan, and we're uh, we're coming we're coming we're coming at we're coming at you listeners uh, with. One of the one of the most important figures uh, on 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 Calcio Twitter, who supports Inter, the day after a pretty shitty result for you guys, and say the least. And Nima and Nima and Nima made and Nima made sure that that we were aware of his feelings in no uncertain terms. Just as soon as we 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 connected connected with him, so Nima, as, as he's rubbing his eyes for the listeners. Uh, Nima, the floor is yours. Uh, what what no, are your what are your what are your thoughts on yesterday's game? One one at the San Paolo, an empty San Paolo, uh, a San Paolo. Which, by the way, just a quick observation: when I looked at the game, um, when I turned it, when I turned the, when I turned the stream on, it looked exactly like the San Paolo normally does. Completely empty at the empty bottom. At the bottom. <laughs> completely empty at the bottom level. It looked like nothing had changed. Um, even after Mertens had scored, Decibel Bellini still came on and 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 announced and announced the goal with the same with the same oomph that he normally does. Um, well, that's good. I like that. I mean, yeah. I know it is an abnormal situation. Well, first of all, thank you for that really nice, that really kind and uh, kind, kind introduction there. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think um, we need to. This is this is a weird situation for everybody. Um, this is no, you know, it's a global, it's a pandemic, it's a global thing. Unless you everybody, live in Sweden, unless you live in no, Sweden, apparently no. It's it, uh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, it's a pandemic. We we have it here. It's a lockdown. It's it's hell for everybody. It really is. It really is hell for everyone. Um, and I like the fact that he, you know, some kind of normality, something that resembles some form of our usual lives. Uh, I really appreciate that he did that. That he went upward. That he did, even if it was for Napoli or what. You know, I mean, Inter fan. It doesn't matter. Like just something. You know, we, we need to do these small things to. Yeah. To kind of level ourselves because this is this isn't going away soon and it kind of sucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it was, it, it, it was, it was for everybody. For sure. It was a bit depressing though when he said Teresa, and I'm like, is he gonna? No yeah. one's responding. I'm nah. like, is he is he gonna say Mertens or, or, or are we just gonna? Is it, I mean, you know, the people are not the people in Naples are so loud. I'm like, maybe maybe we'll hear them from their balconies. <laughs> I, I was screaming it at home. I was screaming it at home. Just muscle but, memory, you know. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, but you know, n- nevertheless, a, a football match still did take place, and on a technical like from a technical standpoint. Um, a little bit scrappy right off the bat. Nick and I chatted very briefly before we had you on about, about the fact that like Ospina looked a little weak on that goal and the match sharpness may not have been there. But, but at the end of the day, it was still, I mean, it was, you know, you're, you're still, they're still professionals and they still played a match and it was still a shitty result for you guys. So um, Ospina, th- thoughts, on, thoughts on the game? Yeah. No, I think, I, I think Ospina, is good. that's a great angle to start on. I think Ospina really, really made up for it, didn't he? I mean, oh, yeah. he was the man of the match. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sure. The big, I mean, and, and, to, and that just goes to show, I mean, if it wasn't Ospina, if it, if it was anyone else, given his track record, they'd say that, well, you know, it's because he's a little bit rusty, etc. Because it was, I mean, he was fantastic. He was Napoli's best player, without a doubt. He saved them. If it wasn't for Ospina, Inter wins that game 3-0, 3-4-1. Three, um, and, and he was fantastic. He made one single mistake, and that was at the very, very beginning. And Inter scored that goal there. So, but other than that, I thought he was fantastic. I mean, that the, that the one-handed save, that one yeah. on Candreva in the, the, the in the second half was was was. Well, something. not just that. I mean, the two saves on Christian Eriksen, one from a free kick and one from the. I mean, it was yeah, beautiful saves. Beautiful yeah. saves. I mean, he was yeah. world class. Let's not let's not you know let's not take away anything. Let's give credit where credit is due. He was fantastic. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. So. No, I mean, so, and, and I think Napoli, you know, I, the thing that pisses me off the most, and this is not, this, it, it is Antonio Conte's whinging. I cannot deal with this man's moaning. I cannot deal with his complaining. I cannot deal with the fact that, you know, he, he, his, 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 you know, his uncontrolled, he, he, I understand that he's a winning, he has a winner's mentality like no one else. You know, that's how he was as a player. I remember him as a captain for Juve. And mm-hmm. that's why he was the captain of that, with that Juve. Not just any Juve, but that Juve. Um, but but there, there comes a point where you have to understand that when you go out into the media and talk, you just sound like an idiot if you say certain things. And when he starts whinging about Napoli playing defensively, that provokes me to the point where I actually physically want to impose physical violence on him because it pisses me off. The, it, it, look. It's incredibly ironic too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If, if, there was ever, if there was ever a man in, 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 in recent years who has who who successfully implemented modern, modern defensive techniques. It's him. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it is him. But it doesn't make any sense. I, 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 I find this notion that it's like like it's like this this is barcelona syndrome you know everybody who doesn't play like them is cheating that's yeah. that's their mentality all right and if you play defensive against them you're a cheater and it's like no uh so but that's that, that's that's what he's doing there he's coming out whinging and bitching that napoli play defensively no napoli want to win the game to if be fair isn't able to score more goals than them that's your problem yeah not Napoli's. Add that to the add that to the list of quotes uh, that that, uh, that Sam and I have probably made fun you, of. You can't go. You, you can't go. You can't go to a hundred euro restaurant with a ten, ten year old note. Ten year old note. Or there was there was the whinging about his own his own two big money signings in the summer. Uh, Sensi and Barella saying, "Well, you know, mm, we have play, we have players who were playing for Sassuolo and Cagliari last year." 
And those were the best players he has. I mean, this is what I, I mean. After that Borussia Dortmund games, I mean, it's like, what are you talking about? You know, it's it's yeah. they they. I mean, what pisses me off to no end is the fact that Inter have not backed a coach like this in over a decade. Not even Mourinho was backed like this. They had to sell Ibrahimovic first to get all those players. This guy has gotten everything he wants except for Arturo Vidal. And if you if you're sitting here, if you're telling me that Arturo Vidal is the difference between winning every single game and not. You know, I'll 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 tell you to to, to check into a drug rehab clinic because obviously you're addicted to crack. But you know what, Nima? But you know what, Nima? You know what I don't understand? I don't understand how Sadi does this too. Sadi wants to bring in Jorginho everywhere he goes. Sadi wanted but to keep yeah, But that that's different. That's the, that's different though. That's different but though because I, I don't understand Jorginho the attachment to one in, player. You could you could find yeah no the, the player I understand I understand your point, but you know, with it's, Sarri it's different because Sarri has a very is is an ideologue and. He he didn't. They didn't. Juve haven't gotten him anything. Conte has gotten everything he wants from Lukaku to Alexis Sanchez to the wing backs to the midfielders. They've gotten the only thing he hasn't got is Vidal, and Vidal wasn't that important to him in at Juve. Yeah. Marquisio was important to him at Juve. You know, if we Pogba even Pogba. or Pirlo or uh, Vidal, of course, it was important. Pogba, as well. Pogba breaking the lines, yeah, yeah. It was, it was I mean, the chaos. It was. But he he likes the Grinta though. He likes the chaos that that Vidal that's, brought. That's fine. When he plays. That's um, fine. But with Sarri, but with Sarri, he you know with Sarri, Jorginho is 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 imperative to how he plays. That's the that's the first player that gets the ball that hits the pass. Before I find it pass. weird. I find it so, weird. Yeah, I, I listen. We we want to talk more Inter with you, but but well, I, I was just gonna say I bring I, it up. I just but not, Nick, 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 I find it weird that he can't that we that he can't that he can't make that type of player out of Pjanic because Pjanic to to a certain extent already is. I he, agree. He has very similar capability. So you know, work that, that you might play. that might be that might be like hard headedness, right? But I, I just find it so yeah. poetic how we have a Juve and an Inter fan, right, who innately probably hate each other due to their <laughs> due to their passion for their club. Yet you guys can relate on such a level because Conte has been at Juve. He drives you crazy. Inter, he drives you, you crazy. You guys share the exact same sentiments, right? Because Sam he drives you crazy. Yeah. There's no <laughs> like that's the thing with him. And then yesterday he goes on and whinges about Gattuso and and well, he doesn't say Gattuso's name. He, he says Napoli play defensively, but and it's like yeah, well that's not the issue here. The issue is that you asked, you wanted, you were the one who wanted to keep Candreva. You were the one who wanted Victor Moses. You were the one who wanted Ashley Young. They you gave him the Victor Moses. They gave him <laughs> Victor Moses. They gave they've given this guy everything he wants. Yeah. So and and when his tactics don't work, when his players don't work. I mean, I, I, that's why I love about you know the Italian press. You can you can criticize them for a lot of things in football, but you cannot ever ever criticize them for not understanding tactics. Oh, they are yeah. the most highly educated and the most knowledgeable footballing press in the world, bar none, when it comes tactically. And oh, I've read every single analysis today. And they so. all, yeah, and they all rip Conte to shreds today. You, you know, from, from, from Naples to Milan, all of them say the, his tactics are confused. The players don't understand them. Um, they don't know what to do. That is, that's on him. That's not on anyone else. That's not, especially not Inter. You know, I look at back this past year, even Mourinho, as I said, didn't get all the players he asked for without selling Ibrahimovic. This guy, they they've given him everything, and it's still not his fault. It's Vidal, and if we don't, it's like, dude, and Giroud, really, and Giroud. <laughs> oh, it's really, rem- it's it's really just like it's a spoiled brat. It's almost like just yeah. like a spoiled brat. Thank you. you know? Thank but you. But, you, but, you, but you know, but you know what? You know what? I will say one thing about Conte. He he's he's given you a lot of good. He's, he has given you a lot of good moments this year. For a Without long a time, for a long and, time, it was it was Juve and Inter, right? 
it's, no, no, it's not, not just that. The year. It's, it's not just that. He's given, he's given yeah. Inter so much. Like the two losses in the derby are tough to stomach for you. I, I, I no, I, I thought they were fair. I thought but, Juve won fair and square. They were better than Inter. Juve are a better squad than Inter. I'm not surprised that Juve won those. I mean, you have play. I mean, the 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 depth and breadth and 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 the, and the level of a play that Juve have. No one in Europe can really compete with that depth, to be honest. I, but uh, you, you know, he he still. My point is, he still has given you good moments and i think that's the thing with conte is although although he drives you a little bit nuts oh. and although he wears you down he wears his players down he wears yes. his fans down he wears everyone down but he's, <laughs> he's but it it, it it yields results you know so that's, that's well that's the thing does it really nuts. though does it really though because yeah. winning winning domestically at, at, in, at and in italy with with juventus well, that, doesn't, Juve- that doesn't impress me, dude. I'm sorry, but like winning with Juventus is like... Sam's going to get you- triggered now. Sam's going to no, get triggered. No, 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 no. You remember? Not tri- not yeah, he had, he had Milos Krasic as our best player. Yeah, there. but but yeah, but that's but look, what I'm saying is if you look at what he did with Juve, it was the, it was the perfect timing as well. It, you know, you had the launch of the Juve Stadium. You had perfect. an Inter in complete decline after the treble. You had a Milan and Berlusconi in the same situation. In complete decline. The, the the table was was there, and there was also not really. I remember that season. There wasn't much expectation on Juve. Nobody knew what this Juve was, how well they were going to do, and all that. And he went in unbeaten that entire season, and he built an absolutely fantastic team. All of that, you know. At the end of the day, you can, you're only defined that your yeah. year. You're, you're only defined by your by the results of that particular time. I'm not taking that away, but this notion that that he. You know, I think his finest work was done with the Italian national team when he had oh, Graziano yeah. Pelle and Eder. Up <laughs> I, I agree. We were actually we were actually talking about that before, and we had we had a bunch yeah. of we had a bunch of people locally. We're in Montreal. Um, we had a bunch of people in Toronto that were that were that were screaming for Jovinko to get called up to the national team because there was no creativity. But you know, but we took Germany to the brink. So, but that was my point. Is it wasn't only with you, but it was also the fact that he won the title with Chelsea and the fact that he's had success with you guys now. And the that was impressive. And that football that he played with that so, Chelsea team, that was his best football. That 3-4-3 that he changed to with Eden Hazard and, and, and um, Alonso. And Alonso looked play. like one of the best players in the world at that point. And Victor Moses. I mean, <laughs> if we're talking Victor Moses, how <laughs> damn good, how good wasn't he? And the, but, then, but then he went Conte. Diego Costa was amazing. Then, then during the summer, this, he texts the guy saying, you're no longer here. I mean, what? like what is wrong with you it's like it's like he needs conflict he's like a male version of Wanda Nara he needs drama in his life to feel alive so and here's one and here and here we are talking about Wanda again Nick and, I were saying, <sighs> Nick and I were saying that the only time we ever talk about Inter usually involves Wanda and we said we're happy that we're getting Nima on because when you, li- when you listen back to this you're gonna laugh because we're saying you know what we're, we're not gonna talk about Wanda we're gonna talk about actual no. tactics nope yeah. Wanda always Wanda always <laughs> finds a way back into the she, she is. She does. She is. So she's a little bit like herpes. She keeps coming back. Keeps coming you're, back. You're when, you, when, you don't, when you don't need it most. Um, so Nima, <laughs> Nima, my question for you is: uh, considering, like we'd mentioned right at the beginning of this interview, right? Obviously, a three-month delay between the last game played and what happened on Saturday, and obviously a very frustrating result. How much do you extrapolate from this one game back? To the rest of interseason, like, are you hitting the panic button now? That's no, I are don't. You... I don't hit. I, I don't hit that. I think that's an excellent question. I think it's a really relevant question, and that's a question that he, that that brings up a much, you know, that that, that raises an entire, you know, that raises an entire different point. That that I think is the most interesting thing is, and that is, it leads into the the situation that okay, well, after all of these investments, after all, you know, have have Inter improved? Well, 
if you look at the league, they're third. Last year, they barely finished fourth. That's improvement, for sure. There's no doubt about that. One of the things, Sam, you were saying was what, you know, what, what Conte has given this team is an identity, uh, an idea, a line mm-hmm. uh, of, of how to move and how to play, and that the, 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 there is discipline. a consistency. Yeah. Discipline, and there's a consistency. So, so, yes, there is improvement. There's no doubt about that. But then you look at the actual results. And last year, quarterfinal Coppa Italia. This year, semifinal. Okay, it's an improvement, but it's not by much. Um, it's very marginal, and 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 also it, what burns me the most is it feels, it feels like an opportunity lost because I still think Juventus are going to win the Coppa Italia, and I prefer losing to Napoli than to Juve as an Inter fan. If we're if we're perfectly honest, I'd rather not make the final than to stand in Rome and watch Chiellini and his nose lift another trophy. You know? I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to do that. I don't want to do that to myself with an inevitable <laughs> with an inevitable bandage wrapped around the head. <laughs> you know, you know that reminds me. Listen, listeners, with, with Nima in a little bit, we're going to get to the top five. Uh, we're going to get we're going we're going to get to the five aside of 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 types of people and characters that watch Calcio. Um, types of Calcio. I'm looking we forward could, to that. We could probably we could probably do a five aside. We could probably do a five aside of best noses. Yaquinta would lead the line, and 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 Chiellini would. Pancaro. If we're talking all time, Giuseppe Pancaro is like. Yeah. I mean, uh, remember him? <laughs> we we can. Uh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, Google, Google. <laughs> Believe we'll me, have to do that. We're, 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 we're born in '97, of, so this okay, is well, like. But, uh, yeah, but it's not 1897. Am I? Pancaro was. Pancaro played for Milan like not so far, not so long ago. But believe me, if we're talking noses in football, <laughs> it's, there can only be one per player. It's maybe, 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 maybe the next time we get you back on, that'll be a, that'll be the uh, the other side that time. Since you seem to have so many great ideas, but, I, I, um, just, I just, yeah. I just, googled it. I just googled it. That's a schnoz right there. That is, that's a schnoz. That is a schnoz. I mean, <laughs> but um, it's like. So 20 years after the guy retired, he's still the first nose I think of when, I, when someone says nose in football player. But you know I digress. I heard, I, I heard that. I heard that. No, but this is interesting. I heard that apparently when you when you when you reach maximum maximum maturity as a human being, the only things that keep growing are your ears and your nose. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I've read that as well. Yeah. So 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 Giorgio Chiellini and Vincenzo Iaquinta maybe in like 20 years could rival this guy. But by by by, by the sound of it, like it would it, you know. Yeah, Quinta at age sixty could be like this guy at age thirty. <laughs> oh, uh, Pretty much, yeah. No, it's 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 an impressive little. I mean, Ibrahimovic got one got one as well, but his was broken and he fixed it. But uh, we, we but what what, but, what was yeah. that like? Yeah, what was that like for you actually having 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 a Sweden uh, having a Sweden uh, in the Inter squad for a couple of years and have have as much success as he did? Especially the fact that he came from Juve that must have been really satisfying for you. You've been following Inter for. I know. I, I was gonna say I know. I know for. <laughs> I know based on your tweets that it's been at least since longer than we've been born. So, so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 1989. I was eight years old, and and uh, yeah, I was. It was in the 80s. We had these satellite dishes things, and my aunt's husband is German, and, and he uh, he was watching. Actually, Inter, Inter Napoli, uh, okay. the 88-89 season, Lothar Matteo scored the winning goal. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so that was the Inter de record, the Trapattoni, the the Trapattoni's Inter, uh, which which was a fantastic Inter, and I became an Inter fan for my troubles then. But so, yeah, oh so, yeah, no. no but, so no. Ibra, Ibra and Sven Goran Eriksson yeah. being in Italy, coaching against Inter, what was that like for you? I just enjoyed well, Sven was never Sven was never Inter. I wish Sven would have come to Inter. Sven being Sven in Italy, called, being in Italy, being yeah, in Italy, yeah, 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 yeah. I what mean, was... I, I, for me, I mean, I'm from Gothenburg. Sven-Goran Eriksson is, is a hero. He's a legend in IFK Gothenburg, my home team club. I mean, he, in 1982, 
when he when he took these bunch of you know semi-professional a baker a bus driver and they won the treble i mean they won the uefa cup which back then was teams two to five beating actual professionals and i mean hamburg back then were were a dynasty uh, all these teams they beat were were dynasties uh, and and that's that was his ticket to international football and so Sven, for me, I mean, I, I, I wanted Inter to replace Mourinho with Sven Goran Eriksson because of the fact that he's a calm, mellow person and he's tactically incredibly uh, astute. Um, but instead, he wasn't doing much at the time, though, was he? He was, he no, was kind of past no. his his peak. His peak was really his peak was really like at Sampdoria and Lazio when he was in Italy, and maybe sure. just before joining. And even when he was at England, I think he might have been past it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could, but still, but still, over Rafa Benitez. I mean, you don't replace Mourinho with Rafa Benitez. That's like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Major downgrade. Well, well, yeah, well, well, not 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 the first not the first time. Or, or, excuse me, no, well, not, not 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 the lot not the last time. Happened, yeah, at, the, happened at Chelsea as well. Yeah, yeah, I know. But 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 this was immediately afterwards, and those two hate each other. And the, and that that those group that group of players. They're Mourinho's best friends. It was, it was, it was. Of all the dis- poor decisions Moratti has made in his life, that is the worst. Well, that was like, I was like, you don't want to win anymore. Like, what's going on? Like, why would you choose the guys? It would never work. He was in Real Madrid, and he he was he was talking to these guys in Inter every day because they're like family. You don't go with that guys. You know, you, you just don't choose him. You don't choose his mortal enemy. He should have gone with someone that was neutral towards Sven. He was very neutral too. I think that would have been been very great because everyone respects Sven because he's a he's a, he's a very polite person, very mellow, down to earth, calm, cool, and 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 humble, a very professional person. Knows a lot but about if, sex. Knows a lot about sex too. <laughs> he's, but, he's, but, uh, he's a deep 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 philosopher. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's we, we nickname him the bull from Tushby because he's uh, he's from Tushby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but but with Zlatan, it was different. With Zlatan, there's this classic clip of him, 17 years old, uh, being interviewed in Swedish TV, playing PlayStation at home. Uh, and I remember so, that. Why well, I don't remember it, but I've seen it. Yeah, and he go and they ask him, where, where are you in ten, five, ten years time or five years time? And he says, up front with Ronaldo at Inter. And uh, and then the classic. This is this is this is really his TV TV history when he says, but isn't he a little bit too old? And Ibrahimovic goes, he's ahead of me, but I'll catch up. And then smile. Oh, that's, a bit, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so classic, Ibrahimovic. It's so I, good, isn't it? I remember. So it, I remember in his book too. He 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 loved he loved original Ronaldo. Oh, loved he him. he worships him. He worships him. He want, That's why he wanted to play for Inter. I mean, for him, that's the only reason. And then when 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 what happened at Juve happened, and, and he wasn't gonna go with Juve down to Serie A, beast. No. Hell no. Yeah, no, you know what I don't. Sh- you know what boggles my mind about him? Here we are. We're like we're like three ex girlfriends. We all, we all still love him. He was still all the best yeah. we ever had. I still, yeah. I still love him. Nick uh, loves him. Nick was crying oh, yeah. when he joined in, when he joined when he joined Milan, and yeah. uh, and uh, and here you are still talking about how I love the guy. I love the guy. It's no, I mean, but but the, the problem with Inter was, I mean, he won. Inter was his favorite club growing up, but he Ibra Ibra absolutely loves Milan. The only reason he returned to Milan is because he he felt at home there in a way that he never did at Inter. At Inter, he was very professional, but he not, but from what I gather, he didn't really get along with the South American con- contingency. They didn't get him and he didn't get them uh, with Zanetti and them. And they, they didn't really get along that well. But um, or they, not that there was any problems, but it's clear that they didn't, they weren't exactly each other's favorite people, to put it that way. 
They were professional about it because that's the thing about Ibrahimovic. He's very professional in that dressing room. All that, you know, all the stuff, PR stuff is one thing, but w- when it comes to work rate and when it comes to... He's like, what the, f- what the fuck are you doing? If you don't want to be here, get the fuck out. Perfe- exactly. Don't waste my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. He, is. He, really, he really is. It's, yeah. it's about winning. It's about winning. And that's why, uh, you know, everywhere, you know, the, you know, Capello loves him. Mourinho loves him. All the co- Ancelotti loves him. All these, you know, big coaches love him because he's a winner. He, for him, it's all about winning. That's the only thing. Klopp and him are basically ever like a bromance. They never even work together, but they absolutely love each other. It's about winning for these guys, and, he, and everything goes under that. How do we win? And 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 that's what he is. And I remember Gattuso <laughs> once when he was when they were teammates at Milan. He he goes. You know, they asked him about Ibrahimovic flipping out and losing his mind. And, and, and he goes, yeah, but what, what Ibrahimovic has to understand is that everyone is not as good as him. If we were, yeah. we'd all be making as much money as him. I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing that quote. And I think so that, that, that's the reason why I was so happy when he came back mm. uh, this winter. Uh, to be honest with you, the performance that he's had on the pitch, obviously before getting injured, surpassed what I thought he would be able Me. to bring to us. It was more that it was the off-field, right? Milan being such a young squad, having a, a champion like Ibrahimovic come and, and... When he talks, they listen. I mean, exactly. It's, it's, I mean, for someone like... I mean, that's why they brought him more... You know, that's why they... And he he's always assumed that responsibility, even with the Swedish national team back in the day when, you know, uh, the former national coach team... and uh, National team coach, Eric Hamrian, used to say that it's, it's quite amazing to see. He, he said one of the best things of having him is the fact that when he's... He's concentrated and focused... When working and that helps that raises the level the quality of the training because when he talks the young guys listen nobody nobody challenges him because he's a winner he's the best and and they shut up and they listen uh, and you can say that he did that at Milan as well now especially this Milan with Leao says with Leao like, yeah I mean yeah. Leao calls him as my older brother you know yeah. they all do that that's the thing with him it's like they all and if you look at what happened at United it's pretty interesting that that year when he's there Pogba, Mourinho, everybody is, everything is okay, life is good and dandy. But as soon as he's injured and he's, he gets a little bit more like a role in the shadows, then, then everything falls apart because you, you don't, ha- you need characters, you need character players. And I think, and, and, and I think that if, you know, if it seems that he wants to stay at Milan, he's missed Milan and Milan want to keep him. And I think, I honestly think that a full, you know, if he, if he now that he's injured, this will be his preseason. If he can build up to September next season, because, I mean, let's be honest, this season, who cares? I mean, no one really cares. Yeah. So, so after, at this point, they're finishing it to finish it, right? So Yeah, it's just finish it to finish yeah. it because otherwise the teams and the league will go bankrupt. It's too much but money from, at stake. Yeah, there really is. It's just basically to pay the bills. You're just yeah. basically moving money from point A to point B, and that's fine. But um, so, no. So, so for me, next season, looking at Milan, I, 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 I'm not as negative as a lot of Milan fans are. I think there is quite a lot of interesting things going on at Milan. I, li- I like the defense. I think it's a young interesting defense for me the most important thing to do for Milan is to keep Donnarumma and you have to invest in that midfield that is where all the energy needs to go that central midfield because Jack Bonaventura's gone Chalan Bilia's contract is expiring and he's just terrible and he's awful he's been a (laughs) he's been a you you didn't get Lazio's Bilia you got you know, I don't know what you got. You, but, they got uh, the Milan Bilia, just like they got the Milan Torres, <laughs> and they got the Milan Honda. And, uh, you know. Exactly. But, but exactly. Uh, maybe they need another free kick specialist like Chalanoglu. Every time Chalanoglu lines up to take oh, a free kick, the, British, the, the, the UK commentator goes, it's, uh, 
free kick specialist, Hakan Chanaroglu. Because <laughs> that's all he is. He scored, he scored, yeah, two, all... scored two free he... kicks. Yeah, yeah, but that's because in the Bundesliga he had like a reputation that was better. But no, but for me, I mean, Chalanoglu's contract expires next year. Um, we don't know. I mean, our Milan will obviously want to extend that. But for me, it's more importantly. I mean, you know, you have to find a central midfield that goes together with Benasser because that is the future. I think yeah. Krunic will probably play a little bit more as well. But yeah, no, the two, two, three central midfielders of quality is what Milan need to do. And and keep Donnarumma. Donnarumma is so important to keep. And I, I'm freaking out about that because one day we hear that they're nowhere near to an extension. And then today I wake up and read that they're close to an extension, but with the release clause. And it's just like one day he wants it, one day he doesn't. And it's just like, it's, no, I get, it's, I get it's heart not, palpitations really about it's, it. Because it's, it's, if he leaves, I, am, I will be depressed. Like, no, as, I understand that. As, as much as... Uh, like, when Sam and I started this podcast three years ago, it was really right around the time where there was the fiasco with Donnarumma and Raiola and the money, <laughs> the, the, the fake money getting thrown on the pitch, if you remember Hake, that. Hakeraggio sul mio account, chiudo social. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember best that? tweet of all yeah. time. Yeah. And, I don't and, think I... I mean, hackeraggio sul mio account. I mean, that is just, oh my biggest God. Lie. It, biggest lie. Biggest lie. It's, it's the funniest thing I've ever read. I mean, that, that, I, I, I want to frame. That, that, that was just a, it's just a 17-year-old kid who didn't know what was going on. He's like, he's like I, I got it. Yeah. And, and like, uh, uh, best, best, to, best, to be, to be honest with you, at that point. of an English word ever is hackeraggio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at that point, like, I thought that the damage was irreparable. Like, the fans mm. throwing fake money at you and holding oh, up yeah. signs, you know? It's been and up then, and down, though. I mean, and, and, and he was, and he's, only 20, he's only 21 years old. He was yeah. like an 18, 19 year old dealing with that. And the fact that that didn't even drive him out of the club and that he's still here and apparently willing to reno- renegotiate it's 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 so it's super commendable for a, a young a young man. Yeah, but also but also there's another aspect of it as well with Donnarumma, and that's it. You know, I think as you guys said, he was very young back then. He was only 17, and he. But then you have to remember you what got, to do. You know. That's like, the thing. You have to remember you've got Mino there in the background, and all of yeah. this that you're talking about, Nick. That's Mino. That's straight up Mino Raiola. Raiola is is you know is putting all these stuff out. He knows what he's doing. He knows the game inside out, yeah. and 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 he's playing the game. But the the most important thing is that Donnarumma wants to stay. Uh, and that's that's what you need to count on. And and I think, but at, but but at the same time, it reaches a point. I mean, he's only 21, but Milan need to start con- contending within two three years. 100%. And I think that I think that is the issue that he you know he doesn't. I don't think he, the problem is signing a five year contract or even his wages. It's it's the issue of if within if another three years goes and Milan are in sixth seventh, well you know he has to look out for his career. He wants to win. For sure. For sure. So I, yeah, I, I'm not even convinced that that Milan have been that bad for a long time. Like on the pitch, yeah, the results haven't been great. But I mean, as a, as a squad and as a as, as a team with potential, I think they've they've made some good moves to acquire good pieces. But for some reason, I don't know if it's structurally, it's like something something at the club just go just always goes just always goes awry and 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 and. Um, it has been a structural issue. I mean, let's be right. honest. I mean, but but. And even I came out this week and said that it's not the same Milan as it was a couple of years ago. But no. I think it, I think the potential is all plain to see. You know, I mean, in terms of some of the players that they do have right now, like you said, I don't. I think I don't have any huge issues with many core elements of their defense. I think Ben said is a huge piece. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep him because apparently he has a buyout clause that goes into effect next year, and apparently Pep loves him. Yeah, and I think it's only like fifty million euro. Am I am I yeah. right on that, Nick? Uh, yeah. that, oh. I think that's what I read. Yeah, fifty million. Which I don't even you know. Kudos to his agent for putting that one in there because I don't know why 
I don't know why any I don't know why any club would accept would accept a, a, a buyout clause under 100 million at all these days. But but that's you know besides the point. The, the 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 thing the thing with Milan for me again as an outsider is I think that they 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 should be doing a lot better than they are based on all the young pieces they have but for some reason it never quite works out um, at least not for the past couple of years that they've well really that, that's because brought in a number of uh, a number of young a young players yeah but, but it does me, take time but but no for me this is you know the old proverb of a fish rots from the head down you know this this is a management issue you look at just look at the mess that milan have been through with yong hong lee i mean who the hell is this guy let's is he is this a real person Seriously? i follow him on twitter and i'm still I not mean, convinced if like it's actually him or not you know his twitter account it's unreal yeah, it is, it is Un- unverified unverified <laughs> No, it is him. It is absolutely him. But but is he a real person? Like, is is he a is, who is behind this guy? Because he doesn't seem to exist in any other form other than to 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 buy Milan with borrowed money that he defaulted on. And I mean, the whole thing just is just so weird. It's so strange. And uh, that, the fact that, that it was even allowed to happen. I mean, that's Berlusconi's fault though, because Berlusconi, yeah, exactly, Berlusconi had exactly. said that he was only going to sell it to the right person that was going to make sure that you know yeah. they probably have a stable project. Then you go and sell it to a guy who loses an entire investment because he defaulted on a 32 million euro like uh, installment payment, you know, like Nick, <laughs> who owns your club right now? If I ask you that question, like we all know the answer. Yeah. Elliot, Elliot management, but what the fuck is it? You're owned by a hedge fund. You're owned by a hedge fund. How nuts is that? Essentially, like, let that sink in. Yeah. Essentially. They're so essentially, unworthy of me. They're, so unworthy. They're, they're a vulture fund. They identified yeah. that Yong Hong Lee would probably default on his payment. So they set up the, the payment structure for him. Knowing that you know he will probably default, so that we could take it and then flip it for for profit after. Absolutely, that's it's what sad. they want to do. But I want to say, but the thing is, it is sad. But it is it's, it's exactly like you say. They identified this, uh, this uh, you know. The, but 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 I mean, they have identified him, and they went in that way. But at the same time, I got to say that off the you know now if they can get the the footballing side, I mean, with with Boban and Maldini, you know, with Boban was I mean, Boban was always gonna. If, if you don't know who Zonomir Boban is, then you don't bring him in. He is an outspoken guy. He is yeah. an, an intelligent, I think he's got a PhD in history. I mean, the guy is an intelligent, intellectual, who knows how to talk for himself. He knows how to think. He, he knows how to express himself. And he knows how to formulate the, uh, an intelligent theory and express that. This is who he is. Boban has a PhD in history. When did he have time to complete that? How smart he is, probably. Yeah, Zinedine Zidane is a, is a medical doctor for crying out loud, and he educated himself whilst, whilst doing football. Yeah, that's, they are there. Yeah, there's there's loads of them like that. But no, but you know st- stuff like that. But but anyway, um, but what I mean is, that, I mean it was all. I mean if you do, if you bring Boban in, and Boban is going to be Boban, and and he's going to, especially when you have a an ownership structure that is like a hedge fund hiding behind Gazidis. It just it just becomes completely um, it just becomes completely unclear and, and and if he's frustrated he's going to 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 vent that, but so so but I just hope that what they need right now is a clear and coherent project, someone you know so that can steer it. I I don't as you said Sam and you too Nick the the squad isn't looking too bad. It's a young squad with potential, and and you know they just need a clear, coherent ideology in terms of the footballing side of it. The finances, I'm not even worried about because, look, this since Milan got since, since Milan are in the hands of the Elliott Fund, it, there's going to be a new stadium. They have money. And yeah, they have. They, money. Not just that they have money; they're going to build that new stadium, which is imperative. 
so key to both Inter and Milan succeeding in the future. It, like I can't express this for commercial enough. success, right? It's, like, it's, it's yeah. like it's it's so like I can't underline this point enough. I can't mm-hmm. stress this enough. It's so so important. I'm what, still waiting. I'm still waiting for that to. I'm still waiting for that to actually come to be. Every time well, a new stadium is proposed, I mean this this Stadio della Roma that we've been waiting for 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 for, 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 for five years. I mean just it's it's a bureaucratic red. Yeah, it's it's a red tape. It's an absolute red tape nightmare. So, the famous rap line goes now. Yeah. No, but um, no, but seriously, uh, no. I th- I think this is going to happen. But the problem is that you have a council. You know, this is an old Italian uh, political problem that you know this kind of this thing of public land and 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 and, and private ownership and leasing and stuff. I mean, it's, you know, every, you know, when when Juve wanted to build Allianz Stadium or Juventus Stadium, as we called. They got a 99-year lease for one euro. There was no problems there. The issue is not true, because because I mean, in Turin, when the Agnelli families want to do something, they do it. They get it done exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that. 100. Um, so in, in Milan, it's not the same. And you have Beppe Sala, who one minute comes out and says this, and then he says that. It's like I mean, but at least now, the most important thing is Inter and Milan are on the same are on the same page when it comes to we need a new stadium we, we're going to share it because it, it goes it, it matches our identity we can use that as a as a tool to market it because we are twin club blah 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 so that that's the most important thing of that for me is that they're in a, and, and as long as they want that they will they will get it it's just going to take a little longer definitely agree that's a great point now why don't we get to our segment uh it's the calcio at Cinque of the week this week it's the five aside of Types of cultural fans or characters that you come across when watching cultural. Could be on Twitter, could be in real life, could be in a bar. I, I, be, I love this. I could love be in Italy, it. could be all over the world, you know? There's, the so, many, there's so many. The beauty of cultural is, the beauty of football is people follow it all over the world, but people will follow a specific league all over the world. So you have, you know, you, you, you have people that watch, that watch Italian football in, in North America, people that watch in Europe, people that watch in Italy, obviously. Some of them are Italian, some of them aren't. Um, a lot, of, a lot of interesting characters. Social media sometimes makes it, uh, makes it, a, little more, makes it a little more colorful. Fandom. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so, 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 Nima, just for context, uh, your team needs to have no shape. It's just your, your name in a top five. They just, you know, it's, it's your, it's, it's your, it's five aside. Yeah. It's a five yeah. aside team. It's but a fluid like, system. It's like, a most fluid five, system. like most five aside teams. I was going to say it's a calcetto side. So yeah. <laughs> it's calcetto in a cage, completely fluid. Yeah. No one, no one, no one has, no one has a position. And, uh, and, uh, obviously if, if, uh, you know, if, if one of us names something that that someone else already had in the list and it's on you to come up with something a little different. So, so, so no repetitions. Um, Nick, you want to get us started? Sure. I'll get us started. I'm, I'm afraid that my first one might be hyper local, but I think it it could apply worldwide. We do have a lot of local, we do have a lot of Canadian. No, I think it's good. No, no, I think it's good. I think it's good. So for me, it's, uh, the guy who knows everything in air quotes (laughs) while you're watching the game who knows absolutely nothing. And for me, uh, for me, it, it really hits home for Sam and I, Nima, because we live on the East Coast in North America and the diaspora of Italians in either like New York, <laughs> Toronto, Montreal. The guy I think about when I think about this guy is the one who watched Italy win the World Cup in 2006. And that was the only... Or, or 1982. Yeah. Or even 1982. But for us, 2006. And his analysis of the game when watching the game at the bar or at the cafe is is always so superficial, but he thinks he knows everything. And Ro- 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 Roberto Baggio shouldn't have taken the penalty in 94. Why did, why did they make Baggio take the penalty, bro? You fucking... uh, yeah, those, those guys drive me up the walls, but they're also my favorite at the same time because they're so stupid to think they're so smart. And 
for me, my player equivalent is um, is DeShulio because somehow he's managed <laughs> to fraud his way throughout his whole career, somehow being observed as as like a quality footballer. Somehow so, DeShulio always I finds par- in parallel to this guy who knows. You know, the bro at the bar who knows everything about the game when in reality doesn't know nothing. So that's... that's you, that, that, that'll piss uh, real Don Giannilli off. He loves the Shilio. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'll take it. <laughs> so, 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 look, I'll, I'll go first. Um, my, my, I, you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll, I was going to save this guy for last, but it's so similar to what Nick just said that I'll, I'll, I'll throw him in first. Um, let's call him... The benching senior fan, the the benching senior guy, bro. Why is Insigne playing for why is Insigne playing for the Azuri, bro? He's fucking five four, so very similar, very similar. Obviously, doesn't know anything, but he doesn't actually proclaim. He doesn't claim to know everything just because he saw, uh, because he saw Italy win in the past. He's just a seasonal fan who comes around every couple of years. So for the Euros and for uh, for the World Cup, Nima, this is a thing we have here is because there's an Italian diaspora. You have people that don't necessarily follow City A, but they still watch Italy because it's a communal. It's a communal, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a cultural thing. So just more specifically, not only does this guy claim to know everything, but it's more, he's, he's more, he, he, he just, he makes wild claims. You know? <laughs> like, so, 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 so he, but it's, he asks, he asks stupid questions, you know, but in his mind, these are just not completely normal. Like, like, like he like, who's, who's, who's this immobile guy? Who does he play for? You know what I mean? <laughs> completely misinformed. So, you know, I, I think Nick's guy knows who Immobile is. He just doesn't know a whole lot about about tactics. Maybe I think my guy. I'd say, really, I'd say your guy. Him. I'd say your guy is Nick's guy's cousin. Very similar. What's 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 risk? What's risky? What's bad is when they was when they start arguing with each other at the bar in your or in your living room because. You no, know, that's when you say hold like, it, get your popcorn, and you sit and enjoy. It's, it's like two. <laughs> mon- it's like two. It's like two monkey. Two monkeys banging each other with that with a stick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, uh, I've, got, I've got one. I've got one. I think. I think if if your guys are, I think if one if your guys are cousins, I think this one is is his younger uh, is, is one of their younger brother. Oh, this is the it. stats, bro. The stats, oh. bro. Born bit, between ten to fifteen, sixteen years old. Sits in his mom's basement. You know, basic basically, basically is 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 you know uses Wikipedia the same way crack users use crack and thinks he knows football because he can tell you exactly how many assists Maradona did in 1987 between that game and that game. And it's like new. No. <laughs> that's 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 me, but that's me, but with footballers' wives. I know uh, I read every, every <laughs> and, I, and I and I know and I know all their wives' names. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Nick, yeah. uh, I call him the stats, bro. The stats, the stats bro. bro. I like no, no, I, no, I, no, I like that. I like that. Check the statistics. Here, Sam, let's go. <laughs> let's go, you. <laughs> let's go, you. Let's go look in a snake order. If we do that, then Nima's got to go twice. We got to go back to you. We're, 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 okay, we're, fine. We'll go back to me. We'll let's, go back let's to not, me. Let's not, yeah, let's not, let's not, let's not baptize him by fire here. Let's, yeah, let's we'll let him go, ease we'll, into we'll, it. Because we'll you're, back. because you're, you're an, you're an, you're an eyes, you're an eyes guys. We're so similar right now. Our, our teams look very, <laughs> look, look, look very, look very much alike. So, okay. Let's spruce it up a little, give him an idea. My next guy. My next guy is the guy that every time your team gets to the top of the box, he screams, shoot, shoot. <laughs> and oh, I can't stand that guy so much. Like, I, I, don't, I can't put it into words. Like, just, I can't. Let, let them play. They know what they're doing out there. They're professional. And, all, and, also, and also, he can't, hear you. he can't hear you. He can't hear you, bro. Shut up. <laughs> Stop telling him to shoot. Uh-huh. Uh, Okay. For me, I said my player equivalent for that was Qualiarella because in his prime he was just ripping long shots from everywhere. So that was that's that's my player equivalent. Nick, you're on form today. You're giving a player equivalent for each <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, I'm feeling that's it. Good. I'm feeling. I'm yeah. feeling. Go it. with it. Go with it. Go with it. <laughs> I I don't know. My uh, 
who would who would my who would my player equivalent for my last one be? I'm not even gonna attempt to. I'm not even gonna attempt. Don't, don't bother. Don't bother. Um, so I'll, I I actually do I actually do have a player equivalent for this one. Um, for some reason this just exists in Calcio in Italian football that in Italy especially you know maybe it's ultra culture but Nima I don't mean you retweeting political stuff uh, when I say this but the guy that's way too political the guy that takes football way too politically. The guy who uses connected, you uh, connected the teams to the. Is that what you mean? The clubs in the city. Just, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, like Livorno, Livorno fans, Livorno fans that can't just enjoy football. But no, it's, 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 it's a state. It's a statement for, 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 for social, for social equality and and leftist ideas. Leftist ideas. You have so much. I find that in in Italy, in Italy, you have so many. You have so many guys that 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 are just completely attached to an ideology, but also just to their ultra group and. And and everything is you know it's it's us against them it's north versus south it's well you know sti 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 bastardi torrinese it's anyway it's way too way too personal way too political my guy, game. my player equivalent is Paolo Di Canio oh. <laughs> made, made it way too political yeah. and no one wants to see your fascist salutes when you score a goal no one wants to see a fascist salute ever but no ever <laughs> keep, exactly. it in, keep it in your mother's basement if you need to not, not <laughs> Yeah, you know, no need, no need, no need, no need to do it in front of the curva. Uh, yeah, some something you tend to see in Italy a lot. No, I, I think I know what you mean. The, the, the take it too far. It's a little bit exaggerated. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but that is very typical of Italian culture, though. I mean, if you look at the fact that the town, I mean, Italy's only been a country for 150 years. Yeah. You know, you have a like a local patriotism, and people are attached to their local, and and that based on the history. The regionalism, the regionalism, yeah, exactly. definitely, definitely yeah. is a contributing factor. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's something you see in football everywhere in class. And but, but I understand, but, uh, I understand I what you mean. I understand what you mean. Like you, you have a Di Cambio is this an excellent example of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's more the, the Italian ultras that are too political. I have um, one. I have. I have one that that is. Um, that it's kind of close to what yours, and that's the guy who thinks he's so he wants to prove to everyone, on especially on Twitter, that he's so, so that they, this guy is so interista, he shits shit, he shits black and blue. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like you're not allowed to have any other opinion. You can't say anything ever. You can't have any nuance in anything because you're not a real interista. Or you're not a Juventino. Or it's like or, the statute of limitation oh. hasn't passed. Like it hasn't been long enough. <laughs> Yeah, you're four, he's 14 years old. He's only been supporting Inter for five years. Five so. minutes for five minutes. The yeah. Ten years, ten minutes ago, the guy was rolling around watching Teletubbies, and I was trying to teach him about Inter. But dude, dude, run, run, run no, jog on, jog no, on. No, but what, what I no, but I, I no, but I, I think I think you have some fans that'll literally that'll literally be like, no, you've only been supporting you've only been supporting X Club for two years, and the person is like 13 years old. <laughs> so. so <laughs> It's a smaller sample size. They don't. They don't. They don't really. Have, they, they couldn't you know, start like, supporting earlier if they wanted. Like, <laughs> give the kid. A, give the kid a break. Yeah. So uh, no, no like, but it's, I know you know what I mean. It's like no, no, it's like I like the, the, the guy that you know. It's like he's got to. He's got to prove his fandom. All I'm the big, time. I'm a, I'm a bigger fan than you. I'm a bigger fan than you. Yeah. It I love the so competition. It's, it's so the competition. It's so, so draining. It's draining. Yeah, I agree. Nick. Okay. My next one is, I think this one is the one that personally affects me the most, not affects me, that pisses me off the most, is the guy who supports multiple teams, but like in equal amounts of passion. And like, maybe, maybe this is more of a North American thing. I'm not sure. That doesn't exist, bro. Like, 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 the, the, the guy that says, I love, I love uh, Juve just as much as I love Roma. I can uh, support both clubs. And it's like, no, that, you can't. No, no, but once that's, someone, say, when, once someone then, says that, he's not then, even then, a cultural then, fan, bro. And, he's then you, and then you ask them, well, when they play each other, who would you prefer to win? Oh, it doesn't matter. Like I, I love both clubs, and it's like no, that's not how s- sports works. It's just no. 
So that guy, I don't to, like that guy. To quote, to quote a friend of mine from Naples who lives in Sweden, he says, you only have one mother and you only have one club. One club. Thank <laughs> you. That's, a, that's an amazing <laughs> quote. I, I, need, I need to put that up on a wall or something. That's um, I, I, uh, I've got one. It's, um, Nima, I gave you an example uh, when we were going back and forth the other day. I, I know you're going um, This one's going to piss a lot of people. No, off. no. I'm going to be more political than, what I, than the example I gave Nima. Because with Nima, I said the ex-club complex guy. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> identifying any club. I'm just saying the fan with a complex. The complex guy. So, you know, uh, so I'll, I could, I could rattle off a bunch of clubs right now. There, there, there's, so, so this isn't one particular fan group, but I don't know. Napoli fans, Lazio fans, or there, there are a bunch of Lazio fans with a complex or a bunch of, there are a bunch of Juve fans with a complex in Europe. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. It's, it's you know? not just one club. I think we should be honest about that. But, but yeah. yeah. So the, but Juve the, fans, Inter fans, Milan fans, everyone. They, so, they just drive you crazy. So, so this doesn't apply to a specific <coughs> club, but, but just sometimes you have some guys that, 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 that have a complex. Everything's about their club. Every, everything that someone mentions online, on, on Twitter especially, my God. You know, you, 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 you said this, how dare you? Um, how, dare, how dare you disrespect my club like that when in reality someone's just making a broad comment but you know you got to apply it to yourself so the, 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 little, the little man the little man syndrome uh, Napoleonic Napoleon com- yeah, Napoleon complex, complex, complex yeah. guy um, where everything is everything is stacked against this club <laughs> everyone hates yeah. everyone hates, that, like, that's, this, that's this year's very Lazio. common on Twitter especially this year's that's, Lazio that's, this year's Lazio a, a, in my opinion that's more of like a, that's more of a Twitter cultural guy more than anything because a lot of these people in person would never have these same these same forms of opinions when you talk to them face to face amen <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. yeah keyboard warriors yeah that's why that's why that's why we had a Zuri fan film on the pod back in September man we, uh, we, gave, we gave a voice we gave a voice to the we gave a voice to the tweets Insert Mourinho quote of "If I speak, I'm in trouble, yeah, big, trouble. <laughs> big trouble, and I don't want to be in big, big trouble." Yeah. No, Nima, but Nima, um, take it, take it away. Yeah, uh... no. Um, the next, the, the next uh, guy is um, the 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 guy who who's obsessed with youth. I call him compilation bro. Watches five comp- to five second compilations of some idiot, some some sixteen year old somewhere, and he's the new Messi. He's the new this. He's the new that. I call him compilation YouTube bro. That's what he. Th- those people drive me crazy. Oh, it's so like, funny. Yeah. It's you, you, like no, there is no way that you have been able to watch enough of the sample size of sick. I don't know the Gabonese second under sixteen yeah. league for you to sit here and act as if you're some sort of goddamn professor on it. Like I, no, I, stop I, it. I, I like I, I like the youth. I like the youth merchant because sometimes like ask him ask him who his ideal Italy eleven is. He's got <laughs> Andrea Piramonti starting up top. Take him over out of that team. He's thirty years old. Donnarumma Donnarumma is twenty one. I don't know. He's been around for a couple. Donnarumma could stay. Uh, he's been Bast- around for five years. He's been, like, Baston, Baston, Bastoni, has got to start oh. at center back for the national team. I, I, I love, I, I love to hate that guy because um, he's like, young. As just like no, but like as a football fan, like I, I love the ideology of, of like youth. But then when you see people take it too far, like that, like, like yeah, like the second Gabonese league skills and highlights, 2019, 2020, this is the next Obama Yang. Get out of here! You know, it's <laughs> nonsense. It's just, it's just STFU. You know, it's like STFU. You don't know what you're talking about. Stop pretending. Yeah, yeah. Oh it's my god, nonsense. that's yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a great one. Um, my next one is uh, my next one is the guy. Uh, this is more of a, when you're watching live with this guy it's the guy that 
freaks out and flips out at every single little mistake that is that his team makes. So to be honest, I find myself getting stuck in those situations sometimes. I've seen, I've seen like, you, I've seen you like that before. Let's throw it. <laughs> it's like a, just like a player getting dispossessed, and it's like, oh my god, what the hell are you doing? Just like you let, a, you let a ball go out for a throw. What are you doing? Keep it in play. <laughs> like you, you can't keep up that energy for ninety minutes, man. Like I don't. I, those guys die out when the second half comes. They lie down on the couch and they're they're KO. Uh, yeah, those guys. I don't know how those guys manage to keep up that kind of energy in their yeah. life when they watch uh, Couch week in week out. <laughs> I, think the... I think that's what that's the thing with age. I used to be I used to be a stark raving lunatic when I was younger. Like yeah. I can't. I I, I don't. I, it's I don't, not healthy. Like, it's not healthy. No, it's not healthy. And, and like I I, it's, I I rarely get that excited anymore. I mean it's, now. It's, Nowadays, it's like I think it's an age thing. Honestly, do when I was younger, I used to be like that every fucking Inter game. I wanted to set the world on fire if Inter didn't. Nima, at the start of the pod, now you're just it's, it's like a more of an acceptance. You just sigh. You just go. Oh. Yeah. Just, now you just put your head in your hands and you just you just breathe. You just you just, you just breathe. You just breathe. You just um, resigned to the shitness of reality. <laughs> Or just, or, or just stay to, to your, to your, to your, to your psychosis, to your condition, to, yes, to, yes, to your, yes. to your love of the, your love of your team. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I agree, Nick. That that guy needs a vacation with the players at the end of the season. He's got to fly to the green. He needs to unwind. It does him as much good as it does the players. Agreed. I like that one. Agreed. I'll go with. Um, there seems to be a huge contingent of. We we've joked about this before. Um, and it's 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 great, you know. People people can watch culture from all over the place, but there seems to be a contingent of 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 of. of People that support Italian, that, that watch Italian football and that support Italian clubs in the UK. You always get these wild, these guys in Glasgow, these, the, 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 I'll call them the, the, the Scott, the Scottish, mm. the Scottish cultural fan who remembers the good old days of Italia 90. Um, Italia 90 was the greatest World Cup of all time in his mind. He watched football Italia. He, he remembers Gaza, Lazio, and, uh, <laughs> and since then he's been out, he's been, or, I don't know, you, 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 he lives, he lives, he lives in Brighton and he supports Parma. Or Atalanta. Yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 so random. So, so, so random. random. Yeah. So, but, but so, awesome. So nuanced. Yeah. yeah. They have crazy stories. Yeah. 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 The, 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 that, that's that's all sports. down to the 90s show that James Richardson, Richardson and then made that amazing Football Italia show that they did. They just completely, they did it completely differently. No one had done anything like that before. Jimbo. And then, yeah. And it became a completely culture phenomenon. And it, and, it, and it helped, you know, that's why people remember it and fall in love with it because it was so, and, and I mean, he's put, I, I got to give, I think, you know, just tell everyone, go on YouTube and look at it because he's put a lot of those episodes out again. It is awesome. I yeah, mean, I if you're into nostalgia, it's just, wow. I used Take to listen to, to him. Yeah, I used to listen to him on the guard. I still listen to Guardian Football Weekly all the time, but he, he was, mm. he was a host a couple of years ago and I kind of, I was, I, you know, because again, I'm, we're born in 97. I had no idea what Football Italia was. I thought it was a news mm. source that just breaks stories in English and translates them from, from Italian papers. And out of nowhere, I mean, I, I found out that, that, that James Richardson used to host this show and it was like, my, my mind was, it was amazing. Because I had known Jim, I had known him as, as the host of, of Guardian Guardian Football Weekly. Football, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the, so the Scott or the, the, the guy in the UK that supports a team now that, that supports Palermo <laughs> or, or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, no, uh, my guy is um, the next guy. Uh, it's, it's the fourth one, isn't it? Yeah, fourth. So. Yeah, fourth. you're you're on number. Yeah, you're on number four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my fourth one is um, is the is the FIFA bro. Um, oh, you okay? I shared. I'm sorry. I shared. Yeah, this I mean the too. FIFA bro. But Chris Ka- Chris Couchy, our videographer, is punching <laughs> the air right now. <laughs> Nima, I think this guy is the even younger brother. Of, yeah. Of yes. The stat bro. That's, 
he is he is stat bro's three years three years younger brother who wants to be as cool as his older brother and be yeah. be relevant yeah. and sits and memorizes the, the 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 positioning the positions of every single player on the planet and then wants to correct you but he can't play he's a cdm he can't play yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why is jesa playing at left wing he's a right winger <laughs> and you just want to take his head and you want to shove him into the toilet and you want to flush it until the bubbles stop coming up nima are you nima are you sure you don't have are you sure you're still uh, you're, 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 you've you've calmed down with age. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. I think I still no, see. No. I still I still see La Rabia a little bit. No, La Rabia c'è sempre. That's as long as I'm alive. La Rabia, La Rabia. Who said that? It was Totti a couple of years ago. No, it was no, it was after after when he said that you were by hook or by crook always win. I think he said no. Uh, Marabia c'è. <laughs> and then that low grumble, that low Roman grumble. Imagine. Yeah, that low Rabbi Roman grumble. Gotta love Rabbia, Rabbia, Yeah, my my fifth my fifth guy is the exact same. I I call him the FIFA scout, the 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 scout in air quotes, the guy that knows all the stats. Bro, he's not fast. He only has eight pace. I think that's a bit of a cop out. It's very similar to Nima's, but yeah. but but okay. Well, we'll... That, that was my. I had it written down. That was my guy. It's a, it's a great one. I love it. Okay, my my last one. Um. The, the Middle Eastern Ronaldo fan. <laughs> the Middle Eastern Ronaldo fan. He's in Dubai. He's in Saudi Arabia. He's everywhere in the world. Everywhere in the world. And you know what? And you know what? They're, they're, they're so powerful. We have a winner. We have they're, a winner. They're so powerful. <laughs> That's that the they MVP held, right there. <laughs> they held the Supercopa in Riyadh two years in a row. Yeah. Because they have a whole stadium of guys in white garb. Going soon. <laughs> so uh um, that's, that's that's the winner right there. That's, that's I, I agree. I agree. That's Sam, you the win winner right there. there. You win that, that's 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 the winner. Like there's no one that, that is the MVP of the of this <laughs> I know I can name like ten people I know. And, the, the and, they, and, they're, <laughs> and they're converted and they they're they're converted over they used to be huge Spanish fans and now they're cultural fans. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A good one. no, but you do have a lot. You do have a lot of Middle Easterns that like love Del Piero, or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of Persian, a lot of Persian Juve fans. Actually. Oh yeah, but that goes back. That goes back to the fact that in the 1950s and 60s, you, you know, when when Italy, Italian culture and fashion and all that stuff that that you know that became like you know, became world renowned. Um, then then you know, and also with movies and Marcello Mastroianni and all these you know good look you know that that became like Italy became synonymous with fashion and style all over the world, and even so. Film, even Film. film exactly all of that so so that you know all of that came that became kind of uh you know so they became a symbol of that and that, that kind of stayed on and lingered throughout all of this that you know that italy is synonymous with, with 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 elegance and all that stuff so i think that's why that is and also the you know the food and all you know all the other stuff that you guys know of course uh, Nima, um, your last one. You're uh, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, starting, you're starting striker. Slash, <laughs> it's, 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 it's total football, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. But the... uh, these, these this bunch is <laughs> yeah. there's no positioning with it. You, 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 have, you, you have a lot. You have a lot of kids in your team too. I think you get bullied. You you you, you, got, you got you got the you got you got you got the you got the the, the, I've the, got, I've got, merchant, the FIFA the FIFA merchant. You've got. I've but got the but, but but then you've got the oldest one I think yet. I think this guy's the oldest one yet, and I call him the the Alex Jones bro, the conspiracy bro. The guy yeah. where that always says that there's a the media is always out to get his side, and it doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't matter what context it is, it's the usual. But the media said this, and the media said that, and it's like, what? <laughs> like, there's no coherence. A lot, like, lot, lot of Newcastle fans in the UK uh, have kind of have kind of been exhibiting that type of behavior with the, with respect to the whole Saudi takeover thing. It's oh, you know, the only reason we're getting shit for this is because uh, every, everyone hates Newcastle. But uh, no, 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 yeah. I, no, no, <laughs> that's what I mean. That's yes, that, that yeah. is that's the media, yes. bro. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. The media, the media bro, I call him. That's that's the Alex Jonesian media bro. Another, 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 every, another prevalent every, character on Twitter. Another. Every, 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 <laughs> listen, listen. Everyone's out to get us. All right. Everyone's out to get us. <laughs> that's a good yes. impression of him. Yeah, actually, it's a really good impression. Okay. So so that's that's I don't know. This is uh you, you usually this this week was a little bit more. Uh, with with them being with them being characters so specific to like. To, to, to fandom and, and to supporters. We didn't really have like a player equivalent. Usually we have some kind of shape involved where like we can, where we can kind of come up with a player equivalent for each, 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 each variable that we're picking. But this week is a little, it's a little, it's a little wild. So we, Nick, Nima has no, Nima has no players. I have Paulo Di Canio playing on his own and Nick has the Shilio feeding, uh, Feeding uh, who, who else did you have? Qualiadella taking just, shots from the top yeah, of the box. You have the shield, you have the shield, you have the shield, you're misplacing long balls, misplacing all crosses. That's yeah, so so uh, anyway, yeah, okay, cool, fun, fun. That was uh, that was good, that was good. I'm uh, I'm happy we got to do that. To be honest, I wasn't sure we would get to 15, but but I guess I guess uh, we did it. Oh, there we go. A little, little, little bit of cheating involved, some crossover, but uh, only one, but it's, ine- but it's inevitable, inevitable yeah. yeah, it's kind of inevitable, <laughs> close enough, yeah, cool. So, so Nima, look, um, thanks so much for joining us, man. We're, uh, we're super happy you could have, uh, you could have come on to join us. My you pleasure, could, uh, guys. It was an absolute pleasure. Uh, really, really enjoyed this. I needed cool. this. I needed to vent today. Yeah, good. And we're glad, <laughs> glad, glad to give you the like, outlet. And I'm, and, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm glad I could be it and not sit here and be all analytical and journalistic. Yeah. No, but you know, you, you did. That's what we pride ourselves. That. That's what we pride ourselves on. So we're we're happy that you but, got to join us and discuss like this. Yes, but we're but but you we, you were able to educate us a little bit, and it's great that we defer Definitely. to people that know more than uh, than us. Like, uh, like a lot like more, you, so. a lot more than us. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I'm 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 really looking. I'm, I'm I really like your pod, and I like that you you guys strike a good balance in the tone you do. I really like it. So keep thank it you, up. Nima. Thank you, thank man. you. Appreciate it. So uh, yeah, man, would love to get you on another time soon. But uh, My, enjoy, yeah, enjoy culture in the summer. I will. I will on YouTube. Bona, b- b- happy summer. Bona estate. Ci sentiamo su Twitter. Cheers to Nima for uh, joining us again. You can get at him on Twitter. At Great Nima interview. Ta- yeah, at Nima Tavrud on Twitter and at Sempre Intercom uh, on Twitter, SempreInter.com. Check him out for, uh, for any, inter, uh, any Inter news updates. I don't know. I don't know if I think Nima's a little. He's a little more put together on that website. He doesn't quite rant as much as he does uh, on the cultural podcast, but uh, but definitely worth uh, checking out nonetheless. No, great interview for sure, Nick. Uh, that was a great pod, man. I'm uh, I'm really happy with how that interview with Nima went. It was a little longer than we expected, but uh, but great. it was cool. He uh, I, I think uh, he took us into the end nicely, and I think we're uh, I think it's safe to say we're all uh, we're all really looking forward to the Copa final in a couple of days at time of recording. And of course, we got Calcio coming back next week with City uh, resuming. So. Really exciting shit. Um, so listeners, we'll uh, be coming at you again soon with another episode to kind of break down what's going on in Serie A, break down the Copa Final. Get at us on Twitter and on Instagram and TikTok at Cultural Podcast. Our Facebook page is The Cultural Podcast. We're on SoundCloud and on iTunes, The Cultural Podcast. Check us out, subscribe to us, like us. And we'll catch you guys soon. Ciao. Ciao. Ricordi, eri leggera, una libellula sotto la cera Ti ho perso, ed era palese, eri gocce di pioggia dentro una bufera Siamo la scia di una stella com'era, come una droga ma solo l'ascesa Una forchetta che infizza la presa, ti tengo la mano, tu molli la presa Sogno che muori e ti allungo la vita, più ti vorrei fuori, più resti decisi a tornare di nuovo Ma sei fuori moda, non viola, che ci fai a rota Borderline, allungo il gin con line, con uno sputo di sprite Chi nasce tondo può avere gli sigoli, t'ho abbracciato e so pieno di lipi Siamo soli, a parte il cane, a parte il quadro, quello orrendo di tua madre, la
Kinshasa ti fumo Di Catrame siamo attaccati ma mi manchi come pane Andiamo! I'm Sam. And I'm Nick. And this is the Calcio Podcast. So we obviously talk about Calcio. We talk about soccer in Italy. But not only that, we like to talk about everything. We like to laugh. We like to make fun of each other. We just don't really take ourselves too seriously. We do like to joke around. But if you take us seriously, people, the joke is on you. You can find us on all major platforms. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. And you can get at us on Twitter and on Instagram at Calcio Podcast. That is Calcio, C-A-L-C-I-O. We'll see you there. Ciao, ciao. Adesso si finisce che una donna ti tradisce.